Listener Production. Just like that craving for a saucy sausage roll after last night to get the new day rolling. What was I thinking? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, do you own a car yet? No, I do not. And I never have. And I remember back in the day, I was in French class, I remember it vividly. I said, no, when I grow up, maybe I'll just buy a good bike. And I got laughed at. Oh, no. Well, look, good on you. I'm trying to do the, uh, you know, use the car as little as possible. I'm a yep. big fan of public transport. You know, I like the walking, the bike riding at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we should all do what Singapore has done. Have you seen how much it costs to own a car in Singapore? No. What are they doing there? So it costs 106000 American dollars just to own a car. That's for the license to own the car. Then you got to buy the car. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, you heard me. Is this legitimate? Yes. So everyone who owns a car, is this yearly or just a one-off fee forever? No, this, yeah, well, this is the 10-year certificate of entitlement. So it's 10K a year, rego, basically. Yeah, but you got to fork out 106 grand. American, by the way. So so what's 106 (laughs) USD to AUD? Yeah. 160, 170. $160,000. And that's... Like a standard car, it goes up if you wanted like an SUV or whatever. Wow. Yeah. So it's saying here that if you want a new standard Toyota Camry hybrid, um, will cost about $183,000 with, that includes the registration fees and the certificate. $183,000 for a Camry! (laughs) I guess Singapore's pretty small, small (laughs) country, you know, space is at a premium, but... Damn, that's that's a heck of a congestion tax. I know, right? So, anyways, you got to wonder uh, whether it's worth it. I wonder whether a bit more of a tax might deter people from, uh, you know, getting in the old gas guzzlers and hitting the uh, hitting the streets instead. Indeed, well, hitting the pavement. Well, we're still charging zero dollars and zero cents for this podcast, so you are sorted today for what is shaping up to be a very good show, Matt O'Kine. Um, I believe we're gonna be. Telling your future. Yeah, that's right. We will be doing a few horoscopes as well. You witnessed a bit of a stitch up, Daiso. A little bit of a lilo and stitch up. And there'll be a mind blown for you. It's going to be an absolute ripper. Let's jump right in, hey? Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. And now it's time for... Matt and Alex Horoscopes Aries Your eye is itchy You know you shouldn't rub it too hard But it's just so itchy You give it a light rub Oh, it feels so good You keep itching Harder Harder You're almost knuckle deep now Finger really mashing into it Oh, it feels so good. And then you stop. And it's still itchy. It's never enough. (laughs) Pisces. You're a water sign, Pisces. Which means you think that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. (laughs) Obviously, you don't know about the power of peer pressure. I'd like to see a horse let the boys down on a footy trip when they're chanting, Skull! 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 
Gemini. Thirsty for a drink, you take a glass from the cupboard. With the glass in your hand, for no reason at all, you think, I wonder if I can somersault this glass in the air and catch it. So you just do it. For no reason whatsoever at all. And you catch it. And you think, I am a god. Cancer. You're about to iron your shirt when your mate from the Australian Workers Union rushes in and tells you to come with him to the picket line where the dock workers are on strike for a 3% pay rise. Energised, you rush out of the house immediately, forgetting to turn off your shirt flattening implement at the wall and subsequently burning your house down. It's only then that you'll realise that there are some dangers to striking while the iron's hot. Leo You need to stop biting your nails Try painting them with something absolutely disgusting Like banana or hummus You'll have claws like a wolf in no time Controversial (laughs) I think there's going to be some pages Virgo You'll be working on the vote counting at the AEC this weekend, and your boss will put you in charge of deciphering all the full-blown Aussie votes. Yeah, nah means no, and nah, yeah means yes, and yeah, nah, yeah, but nah, why not means can I please have another schooner? Libra. You're logging into a website but have forgotten the password. You know it required a capital, a number, a hieroglyphic, something from the phonetic alphabet, and you know you're supposed to type it whilst feeling a certain emotion, but you can't remember which one. You try it. G exclamation mark small f 55 walking Egyptian lady with a schwa. And you do it while feeling a sense of deja vu. Incorrect. You're logged out of the portal. No ballet tickets for you. Scorpio. You'll be walking along the street in a fresh new outfit this week when you get a tap on the shoulder. You dropped this, King, a passerby says, handing you a shiny 20 cent piece. Wow, thank you, you say, chuffed at the compliment. No, the man says. I mean, you dropped this king. He points to the picture of King Charles, which is embossed on the back of the currency. You'd forgotten that they'd updated the coins. Oh, sorry, you say. I thought you were complimenting my new clothes. No, why would I do that? They look like shit, says the man. Hey, can I have that money back? Asked the busker whose guitar case you originally threw the coin in. Sometimes I don't know why Scorpios bother leaving the house. Sagittarius. You still haven't done your tax. (laughs) Capricorn. Remember, every day, somewhere in the world, 
someone pops their cherry tomato cherry. Aquarius, you'll be about to start a work thing and you'll randomly think about a friend you haven't thought of in a while. So you'll send a message. Hey, it's been a while. How's life? They'll send a huge response about the ups and downs of their journeys recently and how they've thought about you a bit and, you know, the cat's died and work has been a bit tough. And by the time you get the message, your meeting started. So you don't have time to respond. And then they get away from you and then you forget and then you remember, but it's too late. Now they think that you were too complexed by their situation, that they're in the too hard basket. I guess this is the lesson in just don't bother trying. <laughs> You'll only piss everyone off. Taurus, you'll be sitting in a cafe having a coffee when someone from New Zealand pokes their head in and asks the barista, do you do eggs benedict here? You'll smile. That's quite a funny phrase for a person from New Zealand to say. It's not funny enough to make an entire podcast segment about it. <laughs> so maybe you'll just put it in one of the horoscopes. <laughs> Eggs Benedict, you'll say to yourself. Realising you did it out loud and everyone could hear you. <laughs> you shut up for the rest of the morning. <laughs> this has been a very long Mad and Alex <laughs> horoscope. Matt, you've been stitched up over the years. Oh, mate, you can call me Frankenstein. <laughs> Gotten that many stitches. Why have you been stitched up? No, but I saw I was present for a uh, a good old stitch up recently. Um, just having a little having a little coffee as you do. Um, got chatting to the waiter. Very nice, very nice dude. He's like, "What's happened to your elbow?" I'm like, ah, "I told him the story and all that sort of stuff." Had a bit of a yarn. That was all good. He then asked if I was Alex. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, the chef, the chef listens, listens to the pod. I'm like, oh, sick. So shout out to you if you're a chef and you listen to the pod. But it was interesting having a, a chatty waiter because it, it was good having a good yarn. So I was the benefit of this guy's chat, you know, having a great, mm. great little back and forth. Um, the poor gentleman next to me, unfortunately fell on the wrong side of chat. Okay. Uh, Sitting across the table from a um, lovely lady about his age, I would say. And from my powers of deduction, Matt O'Kine, mm. for which, you know, I'm very, very good. I would say they were on a date. Oh, the brekkie date or what time of day was, was this? I was just like a little, little mid afternoon date, maybe. Hmm. Right. Okay. Not, bad. Not a bad time for a date. The pressure's off. What was giving date. you the idea that they were on a date? Um, uh, oh, a bit of giggling, a bit of the conversation, a bit of the, like overhearing this. So what do you, do you have brothers and sisters? You know, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that, that's not, that's not established couple kind of chat at the yeah. cafe in the Arvo, is it? Yeah. If, if two people, a similar thing. If they were both on their phones, I'd say <laughs> long-term relationship <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is, they were making eye contact and everything. So it had to be a date. Right. Okay. <laughs> listening? Were they listening? That's wild. They were listening okay. to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's a date happening anyway. 
Waiter's going back. Had a bit of a chat to them, similar thing, but <laughs> like taking orders, that sort of thing. So later on, I think they were paying, potentially about to leave. Waiter says to them, I was like, I like you better than all, all the other dates that he's brought here. <laughs> oh, no. Now. That was a joke, I surely. I'm pretty sure it was a joke. I'm pretty sure it was a joke. It was yeah. a bit of folksy banter getting a laugh. The look on the guy's face <laughs> led me to believe whether it was a joke or not, it made him feel a bit uncomfortable because <laughs> what can you say in that situation? If you just start denying it, no, I have never bought any other dates here. It's like, oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. No, I swear I haven't. It's like, yeah, okay. I believe like there's nowhere to go from that. It was a classic stitch up because it's very difficult to defend. Because maybe he had brought dates there in the past, that it was there was a kernel of truth to it. But I don't know. I just I just seeing this guy suddenly, like out on a life raft in the ocean, just <laughs> unable to to bring it back. Because there's nothing he could do. Yeah. He's got to yeah. You've got to you've either got to deny. Oh, it's just a joke. He's obviously joking. Mm. Like you said, thou doth protest too much. What what would you do? Would you say something like? Like, yeah, no, I bring him here all the time. I would, I would, I'd probably say, oh, you've just mistaken me for Waleed Ali, haven't you? And then that would be, you know, then I'd, then I'd bail. I'd be like, well, yeah, doesn't that guy, work for that everybody. Happens. Doesn't work for everybody, that tip. <laughs> I go, yeah, that guy's, yeah, what a tripper, hey? Wow, mm. wow, I can't believe he's, yeah, did that. Mm. <laughs> I'd be out. So we kind of asked you two questions <laughs> on this particular topic. One was, what's your most memorable waiter banter? Um, the other was when you've been stitched up on a date. So let's, mm. let's kick off with waiter banter, Matt. Uh, Robbo got in touch and said, I had a waiter present uh, water to me like a bottle of wine. And he said, 2023 vintage. You'll like this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good bit of harmless fun, isn't it? That's, that is, that is, that is innocent stuff. Um, well, with regards to uh, being stitched up on a date, uh, Patrick said, I had a girl ask me if I wanted to do a seance to try to talk to my dead mum. Dot, dot, dot. I did not. <laughs> um, I wonder what number date that was. That's, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's bold to come out on the first date with seancing. But mm. to be fair, if you seance, mm. why hide who you are? You know, bring it out on the first date. Let's yeah, not waste anyone's time. Particularly if it is a slayance. Um, oh, my God. Oh it's my infected God. me, it's in, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's How dare you, Bron? Is that all you hear? When you hear A's <laughs> now, do you just think of Damn slays? It. Damn it. All right. Um, oh, Cam, no. I once had a waitress at dinner ask me in front of my kids and wife, what can I get you, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I normalize calling people daddy. Love people it. People who are dads or nah, anyone? Just anyone. What up, some... daddy? Big fan of daddy, actually. <laughs> well, so just, just like desexualize daddy or just sexualize things more. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what are we doing? I just think anyone can be a big daddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was Ooh, a that was a hello, movie. Big daddy. <laughs> um, and finally, have you been stitched up on a date? Uh, Chelsea said I fell pregnant to a guy who lied about having a vasectomy. What? Oh Chelsea! no! No, Chelsea. I mean, one that's despicable. That is okay. rotten stuff. Why would you lie about? It? Okay, wait. Assuming that he definitely lied, I have mm. I have heard. And I will say horror stories about people getting the vasectomy, thinking it's worked, and then 
Gosh. them not waiting long enough. But geez, that's that's a yeah. dog move. Sorry that happened to you, Chelsea. But I guess instead of getting stitched up, it was that he wasn't stitched up, and that was the issue there for Chelsea. Oh God, so. we hope you're well, Chelsea. Um, and however it ended, that you are happy. Indeed. Yes, it is that time once again where fact is stranger than fiction. And Matt O'Kine tries to blow our minds with one he's found out during the week. What have you been looking at, mates? Well, Alex Dyson, there's a comedian called Tommy Dean who used to tell a very funny joke regarding Australia's emergency telephone number, it being 000. What's wrong with 000? Well, Triple it's, fine. O. it's fine on a mobile phone. But you'll remember back in the day, the old style oh, handsets. The rotary phones. The rotary phones. They put zero <laughs> at the end. And as Tommy would often like joke about, you're like, ah, oh, I'm in help. And then it's like, I suppose nine is one off zero. So if you're in the American version doing nine, one, one, you still have one, one big. Yeah. You've still got one big one to go, but then the other two are very, very quick. Well, I'll tell you what. Is it New Zealand's one, one, two or something like that? Uh, yes, I believe it is. There's a couple of different numbers. England was the first to have an emergency number in 1937 slash 38 started using the number 999, which continues to this day. What did did people do before the emergency phone numbers? Who'd they call? Here's the thing. They called their local departments, right? So you needed to have all the phone numbers on the wall. Now here is the fact that blew my mind because... 911 only became the official nationally implemented emergency phone number for the United States mm. put into place by Bill Clinton. What? Yes. What? Mind right? <laughs> I know. Everyone called 911 only happens <laughs> in the Clinton era. No, yeah, so there there had been previous jurisdictions and cities and states, and it was rolled out gradually since the 60s and 70s, but it only became an actual national emergency hotline in 1999. What? Hang on. It would have had to have been like in California, it was 911. So like all the movies and that sort of thing use 911, because I'm sure there's movies prior to 99 where they go 911. That's why I was like, hold on, how is this? I mean, everyone has talked about 911 since, since I was yeah. born. Uh, yeah, I'm reading an article here that said it was uh, in 1968 they had it. Oh. Yes. Oh. No, it, it was, okay, so it's, there was. <laughs> Wait, the f- can we take back the mind blown? Can we repack my mind? The first one came in 1957. Alabama had the first 911 in 1957, okay? And it was used to push fire. Call the fire brigade 911. Yes, um, but that didn't mean that everyone in the United States had to actually use it. For instance, from 1989, at least 28 Chicago suburbs still lacked 911 service. Okay, right. so even in 1979, only 26% of the population was able to dial the number. Okay, so it wasn't until 1999 when Bill Clinton signed the Public Safety Act. Of, nine, of 1999, that officially established 911 as the entire country's emergency calling 
number. Well, there you go. Yeah, like that California thing. It's like with um, frogs. There's a certain breed of frog that's sort of like native to California that does the ribbit, ribbit. And so that's why we all think that frogs go ribbit when all they all go different things around the world. <laughs> but <laughs> because they're near, near the movie studios, they're the famous frog noises. Hey, hey, hey. Who's doing the mind blown here, mate? Oh, sorry. All right. Sorry. Stay in your lane, <laughs> brother. <laughs> you could have told me off air. I could have tried to wow you with that. Now I've got to Google a whole new one next week. All right. Well, thank you hey, very much. I'd, I'd need to be a better actor than the people in LA to uh, feign surprise at that. But look, we do love getting your mind blown. This is your lane. We loved you sending us a voice message via the Matt and Alex Instagram, matt.n.alex. And uh, we get them on air. This week's mind blown comes from Sue. Hi, Matt and Alex and Bron. Did you know that owls actually fly silently? So they've done some experiments even where they've put some specialized microphones and they've compared them to even other, other predatory birds like eagles and hawks and they're absolutely silent. They can get centimeters from their prey and because of their specialized feathers, they are absolutely silent. So there you go. Yes, Sue. Yes. One of the most mind-blowing videos they set up, I saw, they set up these microphones and they get a pigeon to fly across and that pigeon is just, just absolutely flapping all over the joint. Oh, couldn't creep up on anyone. Couldn't creep up on a, <laughs> couldn't creep up on a funny thing. So then they do the owl, nothing. Absolute silence. I tell you, you would want to live next to an owl in an apartment. I'll tell you that much. It's saying here that they can fly as slowly as two miles per hour. What? Some of in them. In the air? That, Without making that a noise. So no, but two miles per that is so slow. Like Have you ever tried to ride basic. a bike that slowly? <laughs> you just fall it off the side. <laughs> what are they man, imagine that catching a turtle or something. Just like the world's slowest episode of National Geographic. Just like the owls oh. being the police. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Well, anyways, we hope you're having a hoot uh, <laughs> on this episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Because we've end got it. a scoot. <laughs> that is the end to... of the show. <laughs> um, but thank you very much mm. for hanging out with us. We mm. love uh, chatting with you as always. And we love hearing from you. So please, please, mm. please get in touch with your mind blown at matt.n.alex. We love mm. getting them in audio form. And also just get in touch if you just want to say g'day or share a story with us. Yeah. Before you go, I've managed to just go out and capture some live audio of an owl flying. Here it is. Amazing. Just Chilling. amazing. Chilling. Yeah, that Haunting. is. Haunting. <laughs> I've, got, I've got bumps. That's it. Got uh, we've got to go. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bron, for producing today. Do we, um, the voting stuff closed? Do we have to do, do another shout out for People's Choice? Vote in the Listener's Choice Awards? Australian Podcast Awards? I think it's done. Ah. ah, well, thank you very much for everyone who gave us a little little vote. We very much appreciate it and hopefully we'll see you at the glitz and glamour of the Australian Body Awards. Hey, who knows? Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.